Hello and welcome to episode number 59 of the Hobbies and Happiness podcast, where we talk all about the hobby that makes us happy, Tabletop Gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Dan. And I'm Jim. And today we're talking about resource systems and card games. talking about a, uh, a really interesting topic that I've kind of been wanting to tackle for a little bit. Um, but before we get into it, we need to talk about our sponsor, audible.com. All right. So if you head over to our sponsored uh, link, uh, www.audibletrial.com slash hobbies and happiness, you can sign up for a free 30 day trial of, of audible audible.com where you can sign up for your for your free free trial get a free audiobook that's right when you sign up for that free trial you get a free audiobook that's yours to keep forever no matter if you stay on the subscription or if you cancel within that first 30 days another great thing is if you're an amazon prime member you get two free books that's right two free credits to get two free audiobooks to your Amazon Audible account. And again, you can always cancel within that first 30 days if you don't want to keep the service. But again, you get to still keep those free books. And who doesn't like free? Jim, you like free, right? Uh, most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. Yeah, most of the time. It's not always free. Free is not always necessarily good. But in this case, it is. Uh, again, if you head over to our link, www.audibletrial.com slash hobbies and happiness, can sign up for your free trial of audible that's right free 30-day trial of audible all right so we are talking about resource systems in card games and you know jim if you had to put a number on how many card games have you played oh quick uh, quick 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 at least seven all right all right i i six maybe eight i don't know maybe six to eight somewhere in there if, if i had to like just pop <laughs> oh, i'm off just a counting number. tcgs oh just tcgs <laughs> yeah i was like Oh, if we're talking other card well, games, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, probably still like that. Uh, uh, even digital, Pokemon, even, even Yu Gi Oh, uh, Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, Magic, Digimon, Final Fantasy, Card Fight Vanguard, Dragon Ball Super. Uh, what's uh, uh Flesh and Blood? Yeah, I guess Hearthstone. <laughs> yeah, like, like I said, even 10, digital. One. Just uh, yeah. dual masters as Kaiju yeah. counter. Is that also dual masters? It's the same. It's game. the same thing. Yeah. All right, so at least eleven. <laughs> I just of named will. right there. Force yeah. of Will. Yeah. Na- Oh, I didn't even name that one. Yeah, Force yeah, of Will. Yeah, Force of Will, yeah. Uh, World of Warcraft TCG. There you go, yeah. And that's not Hearthstone. That's the original physical card game. Yep, yep. R- Legends of Runeterra. Now we're at like 13 yeah, right yeah. now. Well, right, right. And I played so many. There's And there's <laughs> and in those ones that you named, there's so many of those are like great. Yeah. A lot of those are really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, and it's, <laughs> I'm always like, when it comes to new card games, I'm like, I want to play it. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah. If I go into this, I know I'm like never gonna get out. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the bad part, especially the bad if you part. especially if you find something that you really like to play mm-hmm. in that game, uh, archetype wise. You're yes. like, oh, I love this right. strategy so much, and then you go try to find it in a different game, and it just doesn't exist. Do you have an example offhand, real quick? Uh, off off the top of my head, I'm thinking about some. Uh, Force of Will cards. Okay. Uh, more specifically, so they have a commander in the game, and then they have a uh, a stone deck, which is essentially their mana deck. Okay. You don't put lands inside the main deck. It's off on the side, and you okay. tap your commander in order to bring a stone in every single turn. Oh, okay. okay. So it completely gets rid of the whole thing of, like, mana screw, mana flooded, mm-hmm. the, the things that happen in Magic. Magic, yeah, right. Yeah. So so what we wanted to talk about is in all of those games, right, they each have their own individual resource system. Mm-hmm. Many of them borrow from others, okay? Um, but there is one of the things that you need in any in any game, really, um, let alone card games, is your is a resource system. Okay, mm-hmm. is how can you do the things that you need to do in the game? Right, when you're playing a board game, right, it's their resource system is normally like actions you can take. Like mm-hmm. you're allowed to do three things on your turn. Right, you can either draw a card, you can move a unit, you can deal damage, or mm-hmm. something like that. Right, yep. normally a lot of those resource systems come down to um, actions that you can do in your turn, right? So a lot of times in card games, a lot of the times it, it, it's, okay, you have your cards. How are you going to play these cards in your hand, right? So um, um, what we wanted to do is we kind of wanted to touch on um, some examples of resource systems um, in card games that do a good job 
and do a bad job, but just a lot of the resource systems you're going to see when you pick up a card game. So mm -hmm. we're, we'll talk about um, some of the most common and then kind of get into some newer ones and some newer design choices. Um, I do. Ha I also have an article that I want to touch on, but we'll get we'll get into that article a little bit later on in the episode. Right. So first of all, what we're going to do is I want to go through the big three. We're going to go through the big three. Um, again, Magic, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, yep. and then talk about those resource systems, okay, and how they are um, co basically compare and contrast them from one another, okay? Yep. So yep. we're actually, we're going to start it off. Um, we'll start off with Magic, okay, with it being the oldest, okay? Yeah. Now, Magic, um, as we've talked about many times on this podcast before, has been des was designed by Richard Garfield. Uh, what, what year was it designed again? <laughs> uh, designed, it didn't. Fully come released. I shouldn't say fully. Uh, it wasn't until ninety three. Mm -hmm. But it but it it took it took a yeah, couple it took of them years some time to make uh, it. to to design to design yeah. it. And we did an entire episode based on um, talking about like the history and the design yeah. of Magic. Um, I'm not I can't remember what episode, but it's back there. Uh, <laughs> if you go check out our um, our, our archive, you, you can find it. Um, and there's a lot of good resources there, so you definitely yeah. should go check that out. Yeah. Um, but um, so. The, the resource system in magic is all about lands. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the, um, and the design philosophy is actually very interesting. Um, you know, you have your playing field, right? Your battlefield mm -hmm. and you have your permanence, your creatures, and you play them out and they are on the lands, right? So you're on your resources, right? You are utilizing the lands that are around you. Um, as you are, you're a planeswalker trying to channel all of that energy, right? Mm -hmm. So from that standpoint, the design, the, the flavor, it's there. And a lot of these games, most of the time, they, most of the time, I'll say most of the time, they do a pretty good job mm -hmm. of utilizing that to their advantage, right? Um, but the, the biggest thing when it comes to the resource system with Magic is your resources are their own cards within their deck, with, within your deck. So oh. in most formats of Magic the Gathering, in most constructed formats, your deck is 60 cards, okay? Mm -hmm. So you have a 60-card um, minimum, okay? And within those 60 cards, you need to have your resources built in or else you can't play your cards, yeah. okay? Yeah, I can't really play anything. So with with that, when we talk about lands, right, there's five different colors, okay? So Wooburg. Wooburg is? Is white, blue, black, red, and green. Mm -hmm. And uh, so white is W, U is blue, mm -hmm. because uh, black uses the B. So <laughs> for some reason, why did why, why uh, I guess L could also be black too, because yeah. there is no U in black. Yeah. So that's the reason they used U, right? I think so. I think it is. <laughs> uh, the U stands for underwater in the water also. I, I don't know, Dan. <laughs> I'm the one who always asks the weird questions like that. Because if you remove – all right, if you take the top of like a water droplet, right, and you cut it off and then you just open the outline of it, it kind of looks like a U. Sure. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've got your five colors, okay? Mm -hmm. So your lands can produce one of those five colors, mm -hmm. okay? Or they can produce no color, right, which yeah. is colorless, okay? Yep. But in general, one land card in your deck can produce one color of mana to use in casting your spells, yep. okay? Um, so that's where the whole resource thing started, right? Now, the interesting thing from a design space, right, is now you have an entire subset, right, of cards mm -hmm. that, okay, we have lands. Go crazy, design team, right? Yep. And they have. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. The, the interesting thing that, that I'm always amazed by the new sets, how mm -hmm. they, they seem to continually um, design newer and different lands that mm. haven't been seen before, right? Yeah. Um, because again, original, you put out your land, you tap it for one mana, right? Mm -hmm. There are some lands, tap it for two mana. Um, there are some lands, oh, they come in exhausted, right? Or tapped, mm -hmm. um, which I will always say tapped. Yeah. I will always, always say tapped, <laughs> right? And I feel like so many card game players too, 
uh, do as well. I mean, I was reading the the Marvel Champion cards that I was just looking at when recently, and I was like, oh, it says exhaust, but I keep in my brain, I'm like, it's, it's tapped. tapped. And yeah. so I just keep saying it. Like, I'd rather say I, it's quicker and easier to say and think tap yeah. than it is to say and think exhaust. Yeah. Tap this it's card. It's exhausting and, to say exhaust. Yeah. <laughs> tap this card, tap another card, draw a card. All right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. sense. It makes, and, 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 and again, as a player, like that's how my entire mm-hmm. thinking is formed around that yeah. basis, right? But for legal reasons, it doesn't say tapped. Exactly. <laughs> for, uh, yeah, because if they did, if somebody ever said tapped, they'd have to pay a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they. Uh, I mean, saying it is one thing. Like, th- yeah, that's yeah. that's one thing, right? Yeah. But you can't like in your merchandise having it written down, right? You and can't making money off exactly, of it. exactly. It's like that's a big no no. <laughs> that's a big big old no no, and that's the whole uh, business side. Mm-hmm. Never ever really get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, lands and lands being in your deck is interesting, but. It is the biggest source of frustration in the entire game of Magic. 100%. Okay. Jim, explain why. So I kind of went into it. Right. Right. Um, so when you're playing Magic, you know, you need to have land on turn one, turn two, turn three. Those are known as curving out. Yeah. That's known as curving out. Very, very important turns, right? Right. Except for when you also need to make sure you're hitting your lands on four, five, six. And you just can't come across those lands. Mm-hmm. You're sitting on a card in your hand. You're just like, I need that one more mana. I just need that one more mana. And then by the time you get it, the game's pretty much over. Mm-hmm. Also, you could just be like, oh, I draw my seven cards. There's five lands here. Mm-hmm. I have I have two really good cards that can help me in the early game. I have a one drop. I have a way to uh, interact with my opponent if I need to kill something. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, that's a land off the top. Uh-oh. Oh, that's, that's another, another land. land. Yeah. So for two turns now, yeah. you're doing nothing. Mm-hmm. It's it's terrible feeling. It yeah. happens to everyone yep. for on both sides. Either you get a lot of mana or you get no mana when mm-hmm. you need it. And what's interesting to me is and everybody complains about it, right? It's 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 <laughs> you're either getting mana screwed, meaning you can't draw your lands, or yep. mana flooded, yep. where you're just constantly drawing lands, right? <laughs> So it's interesting because that is a huge problem, mm-hmm. right? And, and again, when I say problem, like it, it's a it's a well-documented problem, but is it a problem when magic is continually so successful? Uh, I would you know say, what I mean? generally speaking, yes, it's a problem. Well, <laughs> right, right, right. But 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 again, it's a problem. But does that is it stopping them from making money? Oh yeah, I mean, just because well, right. like people are addicted to something doesn't mean it can't be a problem, Dan. <laughs> true statement. True statement. Very oh, very hello, true. Puppy. Harley, get down. Come on. Come on. I gotta get my. We dog had a doggo. Lie down. Come on, yeah. in your bed and lie she, down, was, honey. she was also on the camera for a little bit. Yes, yeah, she was. <laughs> lie down, honey. She gets excited when we get excited, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like it's it, it is a problem, but that is not stopping yeah. the success yeah. of magic, right? Yeah. But with magic being the oldest, you know, one of the oldest card games, right? Mm-hmm. Every game that's come after it has learned something from that, right? Um, So, yeah, it's being mana screwed and mana flooded is one of the worst feelings in in card games, right? Why? Because I can't play the game. Mm -hmm. So any time you're playing a game and then it's like, oh, you can't play the game, Mm -hmm. that's that's a it's a terrible feeling especially if you're going against someone who's also playing control Mm -hmm. and you're already like i can't do a lot of stuff and they're just now stopping that small amount of stuff so as well and the the thing is too like it's one thing if i am beat by my opponent's skill yeah right it's a whole different thing if 
the reason I am losing or I've lost the game mm. is not because I'm good or bad or my opponent is better than I am. It's because I couldn't draw what I needed to draw. No, they just shuffled better than you, though. <laughs> at that point. Now, 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 grant, granted, like anytime I have this discussion or I'm thinking about it, right? Mm. It is with the acknowledgement that it's a card game and there is inherently RNG, right? There yeah. is an and there's inherently randomness mm-hmm. incorporated within the game. Okay. 100%. But that still doesn't make it better. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like it doesn't make the feeling better. But mm-hmm. but then it also comes back to okay, that's like a design um challenge, right? How can you design something yeah. that rem- not completely removes the element of RNG, but makes it makes the game such such a game to where it's more um it's more about your skill mm-hmm. and your interplay between your opponent than it is about what you're drawing from your deck yeah right and there's like there's a lot there there really is a lot there mm-hmm. and i think and i think one of one of the successes the continued success of magic is it's it's so successful Right, despite these problems, right? Because again, as as a player, right, I now have a challenge. Okay, how can I construct my deck in such a way that mm-hmm. I I limit the RNG as much as possible? Mm-hmm. Put card draw in, more card draw. There, I mean, there's a whole science, but behind the optimum number of lands in your deck, right, yep. and the the numbers behind. Okay. <laughs> If I have X amount of lands in my deck and then I have Y amount of draw cards in my deck, mm-hmm. this will ensure that I have a land on on turn one, two, three, and so on and so forth, right? Yeah. And then you get into the math of, okay, um, I mean, there's actual websites and ma- there's mm-hmm. – I can't remember what the math uh, – what the um, algorithm is for like percentages based off of um, – if you put – basically what you do is you put in your um, your – deck right Mm -hmm. your number of cards in your deck right how many of them are lands okay and then it'll show you the percentages that you're going to draw you know certain number of lands in your opening hand and then you'll draw one on the next turn and so on and so forth um hyper geometric i think it's hyper geometric probability that's Mm -hmm. what i'm pretty sure it is um yeah i think that's it yeah i'm pretty sure that's what it is um but again that it's a probability analysis right Mm -hmm. and like you need to know that it's not necessarily you need to know it, but like if you hope to become a really good player, like you want to know your probabilities. Mm-hmm. You look at what's in your hand and, and then you know, okay, I have – based off what's in my hand, I have 22 l- lands left in my deck, right? If I have um, let's say 48 cards left, I know I have a uh, let's say 24% chance to draw a land here, but mm-hmm. I'm going to be drawing two cards before my next turn. So I'm going to see three cards within those three cards. That's going to give me a 39% chance or something like that. You know, um, there it's, it's, there's a lot of math that goes into it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but again, I'm still, I'm continually fascinated by not only the math (laughs) part, but the fact that Every time I get mana screwed, I get so upset. I'm like, I, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. But then I'm back and playing another game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing about averages and figuring out the probability of it is you just have to play enough games, you know, for finding <laughs> out that, you know, that exact number. Or you just have, you know, a computer do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's like, sure, that one game, you, you didn't get those exact numbers. Mm-hmm. And the other game, you got way more than that. Mm-hmm. But averaging out. Uh, right. You go play a third game. It's like, okay, yeah, this was actually perfect. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I needed. Right, right, So right. Yeah, just the thing with numbers and statistics is everything averages out to something, right? So yeah. you need, you can't just take one game by itself you need you need to have a good subset of yeah. numbers right yeah. um so all right so that's that's magic in a, the the magic resource <laughs> system in a nutshell right uh life's a resource until life, it hits zero. life is also a resource right <laughs> um and I'll, in I'll, in so many of these games mm. they utilize life as a resource yeah. right yeah. um in fact all three of these games, the big three, they all utilize life as a resource to, mm-hmm. to, to some extent. Yep. Um, all right. So Jim, I want you to talk about the resource system for Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, what resources? Well, there's a resource system. <laughs> yeah. It's a very, it's very different. <laughs> the, the main resource system in Yu-Gi-Oh is, uh, 
life points, uh, deck, and cards in hand. That's uh, well. The resource system is you can play how many cards? What how what can you play on your turn? Oh, oh we're talking about it's like normal summoning and correct. Yeah, correct. True. Because there there is a system on yeah. based on what you can do <laughs> on your turn. So yeah, so for Yu Gi Oh, you're able to normal summon a creature card. Uh, or set, which also counts for normal summon, one creature card per turn. Uh, when it comes to spell cards, trap cards, you're able to play as many as you want. Trap cards need to be put face down mm -hmm. first, yeah. and pretty much they can be activated at any time as long as there was a turn that passed. Mm. So if I play them on my turn, it goes to my opponent's turn, I can now activate them on his turn. Right. If there is any way that you're able to set them on your opponent's turn, which there are a few cards that allow you to do that, once it goes back to your turn, then you can go ahead and play them. Okay. Um, but yeah, the Yu-Gi-Oh! doesn't really have a resource system like magic in terms of land, stuff like that. Right. They have a resource system. Yeah. It's just, it's not like it's, magic It's different. All, and, and the all other of these th games have a resource system. It's just, it's, they're all yeah. very different from one yeah. another. Yeah. And sometimes you just won't, Instantly think they're a resource system. Like Dan was like, yeah, but you can only normal summon once per turn. I'm like, oh, right, right, yeah. I mean, I in Yu-Gi-Oh, yes. monsters are your resource. Yes. Like, monsters are a resource. Again, life points are also a resource, mm. but your main resource system is your monsters. Yeah. Um, a lot of cards will say, pay a 1,000 life points, get mm -hmm. this effect. Give mm -hmm. your opponent a 1,000 life points, get this effect. Things mm -hmm. along those lines. Yeah. Um, and then they started adding a lot more special summoning, which completely gets around the point of normal summoning. Mm, so yeah. it could be like, there's there's a lot of memes going around where it's like, mm -hmm. all right, I'll normal summon this, go search. And then they pick up their deck and just start making it rain. They're like, special summon, special summon, <laughs> special summon. <laughs> <laughs> There's and and you know what I there's a there's a YouTube video that I I need I still haven't watched I've seen I've seen it so many times but it's like how to break a card game or uh, something like that okay. um, or what happens when you break a card game um, it goes in a lot into Hearthstone because mm. uh, Hearthstone has it. been totally totally <laughs> busted for for a while um, but yeah like like special summoning. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't special summoning like what really, really like messed with Yu-Gi-Oh a little bit? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it just got like so out of hand to mm -hmm. where now it's it's pretty much like a one card combo. It's like one card will get you into this card, which then you special summon, search through your deck, put a card into the graveyard. That card triggers special mm -hmm. summon something from the graveyard, yeah. which then allows you to trigger something from your hand, special summon that, uh, put all those cards together, then go ahead and special something else. Mm -hmm. Now those cards activate again while they're in the graveyard, special summon other stuff. And it's, yeah. it's so much. The power creep was huge because of special. Summoning. I literally just wrote down in my notes power creep. <laughs> like that's that is honestly that's a whole episode by itself. Yeah, it hundred percent is. Yeah, um, because power creep is real, and mm -hmm. it can completely destroy a game. Mm -hmm. So so you played goat format. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, I think one thing, and other YouTubers have done this, to mm -hmm. where someone who's getting into the game, they have them play GOAT format before they play, like, we'll call it retail. I don't know what yeah, you yeah, want to call yeah, it. Retail right, Yu-Gi-Oh. Right. Well, like standard. Like <laughs> yeah, advanced format is right, what it is. Right, right. Current, the current format. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So, and then what they did was he took one of the modern-day Yu-Gi-Oh decks and Versus the person who was playing a goat, goat format, format deck. okay, and the person was like, "Well, that's not fair. I'm playing this older deck," and the guy's like, "It doesn't matter what you play because you don't know how to play one of the newer decks. You're better off playing a deck that you're more familiar with." And he's like, "I'm just doing this to show you what." from what Yu-Gi-Oh was from 2005 to what it is in modern day, yeah, and how crazy it has gotten, yeah, and and that's. And so interesting, okay, is now let's let's apply that same discussion to magic, right? Mm -hmm. You have legacy, mm -hmm. okay, and then you have standard, right? Yeah. 
that it, it's let's rever- it would be reversed, right? Well, because well, legacy the, would be a whole lot faster. Well, the thing with legacy is that people are playing still newer cards in that's legacy. That's true. Yeah, that's so true. If we're, that's say, true. Let's say like you, 95 magic. Correct. Sure. Right? If we say like mm-hmm. 95 magic versus Ver- what's going on today. standard format. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know what the meta is for 95 no, magic. Right. I haven't right. looked into right. it. Right, uh, right. But I'm sure the game is a lot more different. Right, right. Because with because legacy is all of the cards. Yeah. In in Magic's entire history, pretty much, yeah. based essentially, and yeah. they has their own ban list and and uh, what is it? Um, what's the, what is it called if you can only have one copy? Restricted, restricted. There um, go. But Vintage is the one with the restricted list, Understood. no ban list. Right. Legacy has a ban list. Got it. Yep, yep. So yeah, that you're right. That that's a very different thing than yeah. playing yeah. Yu Gi Oh like Go format versus current yeah. day, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it would be so. So that being said, it would be the same thing, right? If you're mm-hmm. playing 95 Magic versus current day Magic, yeah. Yeah. completely different games. Yeah, very very different. But but again, in talking about Magic, we're talking about like a 30 year difference mm-hmm. here, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's been so many evolutions in design, um, and and, and power creep as well, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Um, for sure. But. Yeah, it's again. I, I think this. I think this topic is its own mm. is its own episode yeah, for sure. Pe- I I remember people talking about back in the day when Shivan Dragon was like twenty dollar oh, card. Yeah, and they were like, "This card's great." You don't even see the card being played yeah. like at all yeah. so, anymore. So, do you know what Shivan Dragon does offhand? Uh, I think it's flying four four with fire breath. Yeah, so it is a. Oh, no, it's a six mana card. Okay. Yeah, Shivan Dragon is six mana. mana. So All right, six, six mana. So Shivan Dragon is a six mana, four, two red for a five, five flyer five, five. with fire breathing. Fire breathing is you can pay a red, mm-hmm. one red mana, and give it plus one, plus oh until the end of the turn. Yep. Right. And you can do that however many and times you, you want. Yeah, as many number of times as you want. Um, but that used to be a busted card. Mm-hmm. But the now, thing about like Magic back in the day was they had really strong support cards, right? We talk mm, about the yeah. Power Nine. Yeah. What six of them gave you mana? Yeah. So you were able to get these cards out faster. Yeah. yeah. But since they then started making just better overall creatures, Planeswalker cards, mm-hmm. instant sorceries, then it's like okay, well now we still have all this mana ramp. But now our cards are just even better. So 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 so, so Shiv and Dragon, like we said, it's a six mana card. It's a five mm-hmm. five flyer with fire breathing, right? If that card was printed now, that would probably be a four mana, a four mana. I think it costs four mana. I think a four mana four four. Yeah, four mana four four with flying, and then it would have like three different abilities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, I guess oh, could we kind of compare it to like the uh, not the adult red dragon, but there's a new one that gives you treasure tokens when you attack. When you attack, yeah. Um, oh, so like you roll a d20, and that's how many treasure tokens you get when you deal damage. It's a newer. Oh, card. oh, from from Baldur's Gate. I, I believe so. Um, so Bald. That's well, like well, what the Shivan Dragon is now. Baldur's Gate MTG mm-hmm. Dragon. Uh, Which there's also a way in theory. I'm looking okay, real quick. You can get like infinite attack steps and kind of infinite mana. All right. So okay. So so here it yeah. is. I found it. So we had Shivan Dragon, right? Yeah. Six mana, five five flyer <laughs> with fire breathing. Yeah. Okay. Ancient Copper Dragon. It's a six mana, six five with flying. Whenever Ancient Copper Dragon deals combat damage to a player, roll a d20. You create a number of treasure tokens equal to that result. Mm-hmm. And treasure tokens are mana. There's it's, also there's also a um, a green. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Um, there's a green dragon from um, Realm Forgotten Realms. I oh, think it's Forgotten green? Realms. Ancient green dragon. Because that it might one be was ancient the, green. Yeah, those ones were the chromatic dragons, and then this latest one was metallics. So no, no. Here here it is. Okay. okay. It's old Gnawbone. This is from oh, yeah, the legendary oh, one. My right? word, dude. Yeah. yeah. So old Gnawbone is a legendary dragon, right? It's a seven mana, five and two green for a seven seven flyer. Mm-hmm. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, create that many treasure tokens. Oh, that's 
the same thing. So I played against that card in in arena kind of. on uh, historic brawl. Mm. Um, they got like uh, what eight treasure tokens <laughs> off off of that card. All right, power creep is a freaking thing. Yeah, <laughs> and these aren't cards that like really see play either. Well, it depends on depending on what format you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Like, like that will you'll see that you'll see that in in Commander. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I mean, you can see anything in Commander, right? Really. Which is why Commander is such a great format. Yeah, yeah. Commander is like the best way to play Magic. Yeah, it, it just allows you to play any random stuff that you like to play mm -hmm. and just and and break it, like yeah. and do some crazy <laughs> stuff with it. It's I love yeah. I love Commander. Commander's yeah. format is Very the best format. way to play Magic. So, <laughs> all right. So we've talked about Magic. We've talked about Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, Jim. Yes. Talk about talk about Pokemon for us. Pokemon. Uh, instantly, energy cards. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much the same thing like Magic's lands, but you don't need nearly as many in your deck. Right. Um, it's, it's actually pretty crazy how few you need yeah. in, <laughs> in Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but aside from that, I guess another resource would be evolving. Sure. Uh, so when you play a monster, you can't evolve it the turn you pretty much put it onto your bench mm -hmm. or into play, whatever mm -hmm. you want to say. Yeah. Uh, and then also the trainer support cards, you can also only play once per turn as well. Yeah. So. yeah. so there's a limit on the – what one. what are they called? Like They're just – it's a trainer card. Trainer supporter. Tra yeah, trainer yeah. supporter. Right, right, yeah. right. There's a clause See? on them specifically. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and then – so the, the, main, the main resource when it comes to Pokemon, like Jim said, was the energy, mm -hmm. right? Um, because in order – in order oh – man, this is it's, – it's been a minute. It's been a minute since I played Pokemon, honestly. <laughs> um but man, the you need energy to man. What do you need energy for again? You need energy to power up your Pokemon for their attacks. That's right. That's right. Because they have they have in order to do so, their attacks, they have an yeah. energy requirement, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, or an ability. There's there's mul Yeah, it's essentially their act again from magic terms. Their activated abilities yeah. essentially have yeah. have cost to them, mm -hmm. um, and so. That you can put your energy cards on specific Pokemon, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have your active Pokemon, you can have two Pokemon on the bench, let's say, and then your active Pokemon has two resources, and then you can play your one energy per turn. And you think, all right, well, my I want to start I want to start powering up my bench Pokemon, yep. so you can put your uh, your energy for the turn mm -hmm. on your on one of your bench Pokemon, and then power them up. That way, you can swap your main and then your one your bench Pokemon. Yeah. Right. And and rather than a life total, I guess your cards do have HP. But in order to win the game, you have to collect all six prize prize cards. So if you yeah, that's definitely another resource. Yeah. yeah. So if you kill one of their Pokemon, I mean, knock it out. If you knock out one How of their Pokemon, <laughs> <laughs> if one of their Pokemon goes night night, um, <laughs> you can take a prize card. But there are also other clauses that allow you to take two or even three prize cards. So if you take mm -hmm. down one of their bigger monsters, yeah. it could be like pick, take two or even three, and now you're already your V Pokemon V Max. I think V Max is three, uh, and and I believe tag team. Two. I think tag team is three. V Max yeah. might be. I think V Max is also three. V Max might be three. Yeah, because those are very two. big. Pokemon. V is two. Yeah, and yeah, then the normal two. Pokemon or EX, one. GX, those are yeah, also two. Yep. Um, if it's just a normal Mon that doesn't have one of those uh, suffixes, yeah. then it's pretty much just one. Just one price card, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you can really manipulate that of if you're like, okay, I know I have two turns before I can use this one Pokemon. I'm just going to send out these other one to die uh -huh. until this guy's ready, and then we take yeah. him out to go in. The thing I really like about the prize card uh, mechanic is mm. I now I have more cards in my hand. Yes. Like, it's so great. Like It's, it's win more. <laughs> yeah. Well, towards the end it is. Yeah. Towards the end yeah. it definitely is. But, like, it, in the early game, it, it, um, it doesn't force you to go face, right? But mm. it – it wants you to like yeah. it's it's pushing you to hey if you take out your opponent's Pokemon yeah. you can get more cards in your hand yeah. right um, yep. at that point it's it's also a thing in Pokemon to where you want to prepare your 
like most powerful monster yeah. before you really just start like going off. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have these other support monsters, so why am I going to put energy on them yeah. if I'm not really utilizing them to attack? Mm-hmm. I just want to make that one guy really good yeah. and then get him out there to yeah. destroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Po- Pokemon is uh, – Again, another game that's very different from mm-hmm. the other two that we talked about, but it's so much fun. It's a lot yeah. of fun. Um, and a lot of times, like, I enjoy games that are very different from the yeah. other card games that I play. Yeah. Um, and so Pokemon, I think, is like is definitely one of those games, right? Mm-hmm. So um, – I'll, I'll, uh, Real quick. Yeah. Uh, so when I was saying earlier, you tend to have a lot less energies in comparison to Magic. In Magic, you want to have, like, roughly a third, right, depending oh, on the deck. You're talking about uh, – Cards in your deck. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mana to total cards. About a third, right? You mm-hmm. can aim for that a amount. A third of your deck, yeah. Um, and for Pokemon, you want to have around like five to eight range for energies because you can really manipulate that. You know, if there is some way that your po- or if your Pokemon is destroyed, your energies go to the graveyard, or if you discard them, you have ways of getting them back from the discard either into the deck or even back into your hand. Or also, you need to make sure Pokemon. you have those cards in your yeah. deck, right? Yeah, right. But yeah, and yeah. most of the time, you, you're going to have those. So, so the correlation there, the the similarity is in in Pokemon, just like in Magic, right? Mm-hmm. Your resource cards are a part of your deck. Yes, they they are a part of your deck. Um, and again, um, one thing that that I found when getting back into Pokemon was um, the different energies mm-hmm. and um, their up- upgraded abilities. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're special. Um, there's there's yeah. a lot of different special um, resources mm-hmm. uh, or energies, I should say. Yeah, they're special out there. energies. Um, so yeah, so so those those are the big three, right? Mm-hmm. That we've talked about. Um, very similar, but when we're talking about Magic and Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! Very, very different, right? Fair. But but the one thing that I think is a, like a constant with all three of them is you can play one of these things per turn, yeah. right? So um, a phrase that I talked about before is called curving out, right? Curving out essentially means you want to get you, you want to get your re- one resource per turn, mm-hmm. right? So again, forget Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Let's forget about Yu-Gi-Oh for a minute, right? Um, but in those games, you want to be making sure you have okay. Turn one, I have my resource. Turn two, mm-hmm. I have my resource. Turn three, I have my resource. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, Magic, you get your you hit your land drop yep. once per turn, right? So when you're playing a paper card game, right? It's very difficult, okay? I shouldn't say difficult, but from a design standpoint, okay? It's it, that's a design challenge, okay, to make sure players are getting their resource per turn, mm-hmm. especially when the game is built and designed such that, okay, yeah, your resource cards have to be a part of your deck, okay? Yep. If if you're designing a card game and that's how you choose to do your resource system, like it's fine, but you need to keep in mind this is going to be a problem. Like it can, it can, um, it can become a problem, right? You're mm-hmm. not, players may not get their resources yep. in a timely manner, right? Yep. Now we move, let's move to the digital front for a second, right? Digital front, like when Hearthstone <laughs> came around, okay, let's talk about Hearthstone, prob- probably the oldest uh, digital card game, Right. Uh, yeah, I, I believe so. That's purely digital. Purely I don't, I'm digital. not talking like MTGO. That's, right. That's right, instantly. Right, right, but right. if we're talking about its own its game, own game digital, that was designed I, I from the ground so. up, um, Hearthstone probably was the first. If it wasn't the first, it, it was the most successful. Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely, if not the first, most successful, okay? Mm. But with Hearthstone, okay, the way they designed the resource system was uh, Hearthstone is mana as well, I believe. Yes. Yeah, okay. it's mana crystals. Yes. Yep. So ev- on your first turn, you get a mana crystal. Mm-hmm. Turn two, you get another mana crystal. So now mm-hmm. you have two total. Mm-hmm. And they do that for 10 turns. Ten turns. Yep. So you have ten, max total 10, mm-hmm. right? You can't get more than 10? Unless stated otherwise, which there right. are ways. Ro- yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Um, which I'm assuming the first time there was a f- way to do it, people were doing it. Like I'm yeah, ass- like, they're doing was- it right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's um, a way to get up to twenty. Really? Yeah. Which again, when when you're talking about card <laughs> card games, um, normally like it, one thing that I know, like from Magic, 
the player with the more mana wins. <laughs> Whoever has the most mana at their disposal tends to win. At least in, in Commander for sure. In Commander, 100%. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, but I mean, th- now, now I'm not saying that well, I am, I'm also not saying this as a, as a rule, like yeah. it's not a rule, yeah, right? No. But it is a good baseline. Yeah. It is definitely a good yeah. baseline. The player with the more resources tends to win more mm-hmm. often than not. Or if you have a specific threshold of mana that you know you need yeah. in order to combo off. Sure. And, and if yeah. you're able to get to your number faster than yeah. someone else who's just like, oh, I got a bunch of mana. Mm-hmm. Um, I got nothing then, to do with it, but I got a ton. Yeah. yeah. Because right. that's the thing. You could sure. have just nothing to do yeah. with all the mana. Right. But if right. you know you're able to get to this a specific amount mm-hmm. and, and you know your opponents can't stop you, yeah. then you can pretty much just win. Yeah, right. Um, so, so again, w- when we talk about the digital front, right, mm-hmm. it's a whole lot easier to do two things. It's a whole lot easier to remove your resource system from your cards, right? You can yeah. say, okay, I have my cards that I'm playing and do stuff and then yeah. have my resources over here. Instead of instead of needing to combine both mm-hmm. and say, okay, my resource system has to be a part of this somehow, okay, you can automate your resource system, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that was like one of the biggest things that Hearthstone had going for it. And I think what I, th- I think personally um, – is one of the reasons that Hearthstone became so successful, right? Mm-hmm. Because it l- eliminated it eliminated the mana screw mana flood yep. feeling. Okay. Yep. Now, one of the things I don't know if I've if I've mentioned this on the podcast yet. I have talked to Jim about it. I haven't started working on this yet, but um, what, I have a video idea of one thing that I want to do is kind of like a video essay on like the history of card games, mm-hmm. like the entire history of card games, both paper and digital. Um, it's something I want to do. Um, I just got to I just need to <laughs> I need to put my mind to it and like start researching because <laughs> yeah. it's going to take a lot of research. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, but it's something I'm very interested in. And I think uh, I think. I, I, I would have a lot of fun doing it. So I kind of I kind of want to start researching that this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is definitely something that would come up in that research is is like the prevalence and prominence of Hearthstone and like why it became so popular, mm-hmm. right? So I think the the resources, I mean, when I first played Hearthstone, right? I mean, that was one of the the things that w- was like, okay, you here's your resources. Mm-hmm. You get you get one resource a turn. It's like, oh, sweet. So I I'm always going to have something to do, right? Maybe not necessarily have something to do because it is still a card game after all, but have the resources at my disposal Mm -hmm. to be able to do that, okay? Um, Another – so I I have talked about this before, but I used to play Elder Scrolls Legends, right? Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that Elder Scrolls Legends did, okay, is so – if you are going second, okay, um, because one of the other things too is normally the player who goes first in a lot of these games in a, in a 1v1 match, okay, mm-hmm. if you're going first, you are at a big advantage, okay? You are at a big advantage because you are the one going first. You're able to basically have one more resource than your opponent, okay? Yep. One of the things that Elder Scrolls Legends did, have, did you ever play Elder Scrolls Legends? Know. Okay. So Elder Scrolls Legends, it, they had what was called, um, I think it was like The Ring, or uh, it was like The Ring, okay? And basically what what it was is you had three treasure tokens, basically, okay? okay. Now, but you could only use one per turn, okay? Oh, okay. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was, thir- there, it was a three-use thing, okay? Mm-hmm. So on turn one, okay, you get your resource, but you could play a two-drop because yeah. you had your token. Right, or the, right. The treasure token, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was an interesting design philosophy or mechanic, I should mm-hmm. say, that they implemented. Um, and, and again, it goes goes back to resource system, right? Mm-hmm. But they they operated the game. Uh, they excuse me, they designed the resource system very similar to Hearthstone, where mm-hmm. you'd get your one mana crystal per turn, right? Yep. So turn one. They also I get, had the coin as well if you went second. Oh, that's right. They mm-hmm. they had the coin, but with yep. with legends, it was a yeah, three use. A three thing. use. I was like, yeah. like when you said three use, I'm like, whoo, that seems uh, extremely yeah. powerful. Yeah. And going second in Hearthstone, I believe you dr- you get an extra card as well. First oh, okay. player that's starts right. with three, and that's then they right. draw for turn. Right. Second player gets four. They get the coin, and then they draw for turn. That's right. That's right. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was always there's there were. 
in these games, one of the things that they were always trying to design for around was, okay, <laughs> how do we not eliminate, but prevent the uh, advantage, the first player advantage yeah. as best you can, yeah. right? Um, but that's a whole other topic as well. <laughs> um, so again, you look at digital card games and I feel like when we're talking about resource systems, okay, digital card games will always have the advantage, mm -hmm. okay? And that's because you can automate. A lot of these systems can be automated, right? Yep. So if you take if you take Hearthstone, okay, how would you do Hearthstone on paper? Actually, very easily, right? You could just have a rule of okay, every turn you get your one yeah. resource up yep. to X amount. Okay, yep. you get a, a two sided token. You take it, and it's like oh, this is unused. Then you flip it to show that you sure. used it. Or you have a D twenty or something to yeah. track. Okay, I'm up to my limit. Okay, I have ten. Yep. And now I am tracking how much I'm using yep. turn, turn by turn, right? Yep. And I wonder before Hearthstone if that was ever thought about. Mm. I'm curious. Um, and again, that's something that may come up in my research. Um, but, uh, you know, when so many like, – like now in 2022, right, we have the benefit of everything that's come before us, mm -hmm. right, with history, right? <laughs> but – 30 years ago, Richard Garfield had like nothing to yeah. go off. He's like, of. what could I do? <laughs> <laughs> and him being the genius that he is, you know. Right. Made one of the greatest games in the yeah, world. Yeah. So it's and 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 it's also it's like it's one of those things to where I'm like, I'm I'm continually um blown away mm -hmm. by like what happened 30 years ago. But then like if that happened then. Like what can happen now? Yeah. Like the the so when you get the feeling of like, man, there's like nowhere we can go from here. Like everything's been thought about. Dude, no. Like <laughs> it's like close. every year I'm mm -hmm. I'm it's like there's something new. I was blown away by flesh and blood. Like when I played it, I was mm -hmm. like, this is completely different. So with flesh of and blood. Game. So so you bring up flesh and blood, right? Yeah. Flesh and blood is is another thing to where We've we've talked to Marvel Champions before, right? Mm -hmm. Similar. The similarities are there, yep. whereas your cards are your resources, right? So mm -hmm. the cards that you play also have a resource attached to them. Yep. So you can spend your cards in hand as a resource. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's a that's another uh, iteration on resource systems and card games, right? Yep. yep. There's so many different resource systems and card games, right? And and I think resource systems is one of the things that I feel like if it's not one of the first things that's thought about in a card game, it's mm -hmm. up there. Yeah. They all they probably think about that very soon after they start designing their card game. Yeah. Um, would be it would be my guess. Yeah, I'd assume so because then at that point it's like, all right, well, how are these cards now going to work, and what about the mechanics of the game? How is it? How can you also manipulate the the resource system itself? Right, right, right. So it, yeah, it has to be one of the very first things. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. Um, okay, Jim. If I if I asked you, okay, okay, do you have a? This is probably a weird question, but you know it fits with it fits with the episode. Do you have do you have like a favorite resource system when it comes to card games? Ooh, because there there's a lot of them that are very very different. Yeah, yeah. Like we didn't even talk about Vanguard. Mm -hmm. That's another yeah. one. <laughs> I I think I would say I I really like Force of Will's resource system. Okay, and you, I was gonna say explain that one. So you essentially have a commander. If, say you're playing Magic. And um, you can utilize them to either play, pretty much like a commander. There's two sides to it as well. Of the commander? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you can also tap it to produce a, a land, essentially, from the mana stone pile or the mana stone deck. So okay. you have two separate decks and you tap your commander, bring one of the... And you, you even shuffle your, your mana stones because you can play multicolors, mm. so you have to randomize your, is that your the mana. Only, is that the only way you can get resources? Um, unless uh, there are other cards that ramp you, and it'll say, like, take the top card of your mana stone okay. deck, put it into play, got tapped. It. Got it, got and uh, so that's, that's one of my favorites. One that always hurts my brain, I hate it so much, is when cards have the multi-purpose 
uh, aspect to them. It's like, okay, I can either use this card for its effect or I can use it for mana. Because in my head, I'm like, this card is too good. I do not want to get rid of it at all. I do not want to see this in so the you, mana so zone. So you don't... So... So not, not flesh and blood. So you don't like <laughs> flesh and blood? If... Um, for flesh and blood, I'm, I'm more so talking about, so pitching a card is I'm saying different because that can oh, go back into your deck. That's right. We're yeah, saying that's right, you, that's right. you essentially put you're, it into your mana. You're using your land. It. Okay. I gotcha. I yeah. Gotcha, I gotcha. You're using it. You're pretty much getting rid of it until you have a way to destroy it to accept mm-hmm. in those games where you can do this, you lose if you deck out. It's not like you get to reshuffle yeah, up everything. Yeah. Yeah, was, so once you put it yeah. in there, you don't get it back. Yeah. Cause so with flesh and blood, you can pitch a card for its resource, mm-hmm. but it doesn't go to your discard pile. It goes to its separate, like it's a separate pile yeah. that you can get back which then goes to the bottom of the deck right. at the end of your turn essentially right, right. so right. if right. you're able to shuffle or yeah. once you get to that point yeah. then yeah. yeah you're just pretty much recycling the cards yeah. for that yeah I, flesh and blood is just too expensive <laughs> I, I know. it's those fabled e- equipments man i hate it they're, so like, they're like like i want to get into the game hundred dollars oh. it's although oh, I, if i was thinking i'm like all right if we ever when we have a store, if we play this, you can just make it to where you don't play fabled cards. You yeah. can play the the majestics, the rares, yeah. the commons, uncommons, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You can play all those cards, no fabled rare cards. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, that's, <laughs> I want to get into flesh and blood, man. It's so, it's so cool. But I, it was, is. I was talking to, uh, I went to, I went to a game store today talking with a guy about it, and I'm like, that's the thing I hate about that game. Yeah. Those cards are crazy priced. And I play Magic. Yeah. I'm used to expensive cards. But not that. But not that expensive yeah. cards. Yeah. Right? I don't play Legacy or Vintage mm-hmm. because there's expensive cards. Mm-hmm. Same reason I don't really play Flesh and Blood. Yeah. Yeah. But I, the players seem to really like it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's interesting. Um, so if I had to, if I had to, say my favorite resource system when it comes to card games mm-hmm. um i'd probably have to say the digital ones where i'm guaranteed yeah i'm guaranteed yeah. like legends of runeterra you know yeah. is, is another one i just didn't want to cheat and say digital. no no right 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 right. <laughs> but if, if i'm talking about card if, if i'm talking about um physical card physical games, card paper, games yeah. um i don't i, I don't want to say uh i like digimons too towards that digimons. tracker Oh yes, yeah. Digimon's is so cool. Yeah, Digimon is because a cool there's resource. a tracker. It's really cool because I I can I have a choice of how mm-hmm. many resource points I can give you. Yep, that yeah. is so it's cool. So cool. It was so <laughs> cool. So if you're unfamiliar, first of all, go watch our stream where we streamed <laughs> that uh, a while ago. Yep. But there's a track that sits in between each player, right? Mm-hmm. And then as you spend a card or you should play a card, right? There it tracks. Okay. <laughs> Um, so like if I have, have eight for the turn, right, which mm-hmm. is a lot, I've used four. Okay, it goes on to four. And then once it goes to my opponent's side, mm-hmm. okay, if I have two and then I spend three, that goes past zero and now it goes to one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now my opponent goes to his turn and he has one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now there, there's rules about, you know, how many um, you get and so on yeah. and so forth, but yeah. that that's the basics of yeah. it, right? That's how it works. Yeah. So if you're going yeah. first, you could be like, oh, I'm going to play 10 mana worth of stuff or one thing specifically. So you put the 10 on your opponent's side, yeah. but now he has that 10 mana and he could also then be like, all right, well now I want to spend 10 more mana. Yeah. So now I have 20 on, on for his turn. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, all right, well now I can use tw- up to 20 mana if right. I wanted to. Right. Right. Yeah. Su- super cool game. Yeah. Very fast. Yeah. Yeah. Did Digimon is very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, the first time we played that, I had a lot of fun. It was yeah. super, super, super cool. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that that's that's this discussion of resource systems. I mean, I feel like this could be like its own series, and honestly, maybe at some point we'll revisit this mm-hmm. and kind of like dive deeper into each um, like resource system mm-hmm. um, by itself, and like give a good example of of a game, or just look at each look at some games and then just dive into the resource systems. Yeah. Like we didn't even talk about Ashes Reborn. Yeah, that's There's a whole so other one. Many games we didn't talk. Oh no, about. right, right. There's a lot, but Ashes. So Ashes is your resources 
are dice. Mm -hmm. You roll your dice and that's what your resources are for yep. the turn, basically. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of different ones out there. And um, this is this is a topic that we'll probably revisit, be revisiting in future episodes for mm -hmm. sure. So with that, I'm going to toss it to the audience. Um what 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 is your favorite resource system when it comes to card games? Like, are you a big Magic player? Are you a big um, Flesh and Blood player? What mm -hmm. game do you love? Uh, and you love it maybe because of the resource system, or maybe in spite of its resource system, <laughs> like Magic, right? Um, but let us know what are some card games that have good resource systems attached to it, mm -hmm. and where are some that you don't particularly like that could be done better? We would love to know what you think. Um, let us know if you're watching. If you're watching on YouTube, let us know in the comments down below. Shoot us an email. Um, but let us know. We'd be interested to know. And uh, with that, we're going to talk about card of the week. Yay. Card of the week. Um, Jim had a good uh, good had a good idea for this. This card is so good. For this week's card of the week. So we were playing, uh, we were playing a bunch of uh, a lot of Marvel champions mm -hmm. uh, last weekend. Um, in fact, we streamed, we streamed Marvel Champions, okay. Yep. Um, and then we played it again after the stream because we lost and we're like, no, we're going to freaking beat it. It was so close. It. it was so close. Well, and we should have, we should have won on stream. Yeah. We should have yeah. won on stream. We were one turn off. Yeah. Um, but the card that I want to talk about is, uh, from Nova. Okay. Mm -hmm. It is. New hero. New hero. Uh, yeah. New, one of the New newer heroes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Nova's a lot of fun, um, but this card is an event. It is called Unleash Nova Force. Okay, <laughs> it's a one cost event. It has a superpower trait. All right, and it says max one per round. You would not need to play more than one per round. Okay? You're about to find out. Yeah. <laughs> so it says hero action until the end of the round. Each time Nova defeats an enemy or removes the last threat from a scheme, ready Nova and draw one card. This card was tailor-made for Ultron. <laughs> 100%. So basically what happens with, with Ultron is he essentially turns your deck against you mm -hmm. and turns your cards into 1-1 one, one drones, okay? Yep. So your your cards are one attack, one scheme, one health drones, okay? Nova has like one attack power, okay? Mm -hmm. So, oh, look, I attack with Nova to defeat one of the drones. Because I played Unleash Nova Force, I can untap, restand, re and then do it again. So, and draw a card. And, and draw, <laughs> that's the big thing, right? That's is, the is, huge That's part. the big thing, right? So we talk about resource systems, right? <clears throat> In Marvel Champions, your resources, uh, your cards are your resources, right? Yeah. So the cards that you play, so Unleash Nova Force, for instance, has a, a one and energy um resource attached to the card right yep. so i could either play the card okay or i could use this card for one energy okay mm -hmm. uh it, energy resource which is the yellow uh yellow uh the yellow resource okay yep. um there's four different ones i think you got mental physical wild and then energy yep okay um so as i'm defeating all these drones untap <laughs> attack draw uh, untap it it's it's crazy right so <laughs> yeah. so so if i have three drones on my side of the board jim has three drones on his side of the board i can defeat all six of them draw six, six cards, cards. <laughs> mind you there's another there is a helmet in the deck as well yeah that is perfect for this and yeah. nova yeah so so nova's helmet um, basically reads whenever you use um, one of Nova's basic uh, basic abilities, abilities yeah. okay, you can untap Nova's helmet. Mm -hmm. So you would the 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 sequence would go like this, okay. If you want to be most efficient with your resources, mm -hmm. okay, which I was always I, do, always <laughs> which which I was doing, okay, okay. You tap you tap the helmet for resource, okay. Mm -hmm. Play now, a card. Play a card, right? Let's let's say this card right here. Play that card, right? So the the sequence would be: you play the card first, then you pay for it, right? Yeah. So I play no Unleash Nova Force, paying for it by tapping Nova's helmet. Okay, all right. So Nova Unleash Nova Force is on board. Uh, the The effect is live. Okay, so I attack with Nova. On attack, Nova's helmet triggers. I untap the no Nova's helmet. Okay, on the defeat, on the defeat, I untap. 
uh, Nova, and I draw a card. Okay. Yep. Now we look at the cards in my hand. Okay. How can I use how can I use this resource now? Okay. Mm -hmm. The thing with Nova, with with Nova, is his helmet. You can tap it for a wild resource, yep. and a lot of Nova's cards are two cost. But if you pay for it with a wild resource, that wild counts as two. Yep. So I can use the helmet as two resources mm -hmm. for no a lot of Nova's cards. Okay, yep. so that's what I was doing, right? Because I did not want to attack without uh, being able to untap the helmet. Mm -hmm. Okay, because mm -hmm. again. It's it's all about being if, as efficient with your resources as you possibly can. Yeah, because um, it's going to untap anyway. Right. Try and find something to correct, do with it. Correct. Correct. So, um, yeah, and and unleash Nova Force. Like basically, what I was doing is there's another card, Miss Marvel. Okay, uh, signature ally in the deck. If when you play an event, you can essentially tap Miss Marvel, deal a damage to her, and then return that event to your hand. So, so every turn, turns. every turn, so. boom. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Super crazy. I'm um I don't know if I'd say best card in the in his uh in his deck, but probably it was really good. It Especially was really against good. Ultron. Yeah. It was really stupidly good. good. Yeah, yeah. So that that's why I'm like hundred percent that is straight up for mm. Ultron because every turn I'm drawing like six cars. Yeah. Because every villain phase, it's like there's multiple drones <laughs> coming out, and I'm like, oh cool. Yeah. Sick. And and the first time we played it, Dan was just like blowing up everything on the board. But the cards <laughs> I had, it was like when you kill something on the board, yeah. I get more of these progress counters. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I make my character stronger yeah. as progress counters. I'm like I can't I do anything, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that could have also been the reason we didn't win the game. Well, because we weren't doing it cooperatively. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I was we just did having it. fun going off. Yeah, and I was having fun watching yeah. you go off. I'm like, this is nuts, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing nothing, but this is crazy. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, but the second game, like Dan was allowing me to yeah. pretty much uh, destroy. I just needed like one thing, really. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And then yep. it was like, all right, I'm getting progress counters now. Yeah. And then I kind of just like start popping off yeah i i drop bombs that yeah. game which <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is the name of the deck dive yeah. bomb yeah yeah <laughs> so uh yeah that the unleashed nova force is is a pretty sick card in uh in yeah. nova's kit that's for sure yeah. um all right so um all right so that's the episode for for today um Guys, uh, we had a lot of fun. Let us know. Again, let us know what some resource systems that you enjoy uh, with mm -hmm. card games are. Um, be definitely interested to know. Um, but, you know, what? with that, Jim, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at JimMorganHNH. All right, you guys can find me on Twitter at underscore DJ Campbell and on Instagram at Daniel.G.Campbell. If you head over to our website, www.hobbiesandhappiness.com, you can find links to all of our socials, uh, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, everything. You can find that all there. Um, as, as well as links to our podcast, um, but everything is there. Um, so that's all we got for you guys this week. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about next week, but I'm um, <laughs> looking forward to it. <laughs> always enjoy these conversations. So um, that's all we got for you this week. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us, and we'll see you in the next episode. See you, everybody. Take care. Take care.